Welcome to Beyond the Basement, the complete Attack on Titan podcast. In this show, we're not just rewatching, we're going behind the scenes, deep into the anime story, unearthing intrigue, and exploring new theories about the Attack on Titan universe. The majority of each episode is spoiler free. Then, after a warning, we'll take a few minutes to connect the dots with storylines from future episodes. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts, but don't forget, you can join us for the live broadcast Sunday nights on Facebook and watch every episode on YouTube. Links will be in the show notes. With that, let's get into the conversation. Hey, welcome. Welcome, glass clinkers. Welcome. Welcome to episode five of Beyond the Basement. I'm one of your hosts. Oh, sorry. Wait. Salute everyone. Sasaki. Which I'm pretty sure means heart in Japanese. We're uh, or something. If you know Japanese and are watching this slash listening to this, uh, we apologize. Sorry. Please help <laughs> Poor us. Japanese, seriously, actually, genuinely help us. Anyway, <laughs> I'm Eric. One of your hosts over here is... I'm Pete. I'm Rachel. And this is the Beyond the Basement podcast. Uh, welcome to episode five, where things get real, real, real fast. Finally. Finally. So waiting. intense. So intense. Oh so my fast. gosh. So let's do a quick recap of the episode. So this one starts off, obviously, where the previous episode left off. Um, the After five years, the Armored Titan appears again. But this time, guess who's standing on the wall? It's Aaron and a bunch of the basically fresh, freshly graduated cadets. They haven't even all been put out to their like permanent assignments yet. So they Aaron's there. They haven't selected their areas yet. They're just ready to go. Yep, they're there, cleaning stuff. Everything's good to go. Uh, Colossal Titan, the giant one, appears again. And this time Aaron's no, like, no, I'm not going to run. I'm going to try and fight this guy. So Aaron goes out there sees that like this is not like the other titans he actually says this one seems like intelligent like it, looks, it even looks like it's looking at him and he, so aaron goes in to fight this thing and he goes in to take a slash at him and he disappears mysteriously um then let's see here i want to make sure i actually get this in the correct order okay so then it becomes pretty obvious um, that uh, the rest of <laughs> human civilization is in trouble. We cut to Armin and the cadets or whatever, and they're all freaked out. They're they're getting ready to go fight the Titans because that's what they got to do next. Oh, sorry, he is also cut a hole in the wall. Forgot about. I was going to say part. he yeah. kicks a hole Colossal in the wall. And takes out the cannons. Yep. He takes out the cannons, kicks a hole in the wall. Then we cut to the cadets like getting ready, and they're like, "Oh crap!" And uh, there's maybe no way possible. So they say to plug this hole. This looks like disaster. Um, they all kind of get sent out. They're going to get sent out in their squadrons. Everybody's super freaked out. The cadets have never seen battle. Um, most nobody has really seen battle at this point. Nobody in the, in the scenes that we're watching. Um, and then they there's a little flashback, which is yeah. Am I getting this right order here? Yeah. Cadets. Yeah. Cadets move out. Then the flashback happens uh, to where you see the cadets when they were in school and you're kind of getting this little like informational bit where they tell you a bunch of juicy details about Titans, Hallelujah. about the world. Like, and this is the, this is where it starts getting good. They're feeding you the information. They're already starting to answer questions that you've been asking since episode one. Uh, so we get that flashback. Uh, then, yeah, one of the details they mentioned is the Titans are vulnerable in the back of the neck, which explains why Aaron was going for the back of the neck of the colossal Titan. Um, then they start to move out. Aaron's all gun ho as you would expect. Gives a little, has a little run in with Jean, and is like, "No, we're gonna go in this thing. We're not gonna be afraid. Everybody needs to like get up and go." So they all get pumped. They go out there to fight, 
And they start getting creamed. It's <laughs> so awful. It's and this episode just gets so real so fast. Oh so everybody starts getting freaking eaten. And Aaron's like, not on my watch. I'm going to go in there. And he gets chomped. Like, no he's problem. he's screaming like a maniac. He, like, I'm right here. Unceremoniously gets gets uh, his leg bitten off. And then Armin freezes. And then it's a battle. And gets it dropped into it's a titan's mouth. A- and then there's another flashback. And we get some more juicy details about what maybe even be outside the walls. Mm-hmm. Which is the point of the show. And finally, we end with uh, the death of Aaron. Or Aaron gets swallowed. He gets yeah, his arm gets cut. So he's missing a leg and an arm. Chopped and now first. he's just food. And now he's eating. And Armin's on the roof. And they do what they always do in the show to be continued. Dot, terrible dot, cliffhanger. Dot. Yeah, terrible cliffhanger, which is like every episode. So that's why you that's why you had to binge mm-hmm. this show. Okay, so let's jump in. Um, this first scene. So this one's also, also this episode is called The Battle for Trost. So this is happening in a city called Trost. And remember, when they broke through the walls the first time, they have the little alcoves on the outside of the walls. That's where they broke through the first time. Five years later, it's the time. same thing, but it's the next wall in. It went from Wall, wall Rose, right, is the one on the outside, I think. And Wall Mar- Maria. Mar- Maria. Maria is the one that just broke, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so they're, they're breaking into the second tier. Right. And it's something important to denote about this episode, the setting is, you know, the first time everyone was lax. Everyone was like, nothing good, bad could ever happen. Yeah. Feeling confident. All the guards are drunk. Time. No one's taking anything serious. Everything's happy-go-lucky. A horrible tragedy that no one could ever expect it happens, right? Mm-hmm. This is five years later, right? So in five years, how prepared can you get for the terrible reality of what's to come? Pretty stinking prepared, right? They've got all these new troops trained. New troops. You've new information. New information. They've got new cannons on the walls. You can see where the gate is. They've dug uh, trenches, the barricades. They've yeah. got a little moat thing going on. Mm-hmm. They've got um, all these contingency plans. The advanced regiment is ready to respond immediately. People are ready to go. They're already talking. As soon as the Titan shows up, they've been waiting for this, right? And as mm-hmm. ready as they are, as as all set as they could get in five years, they've got all this new people, all these new people ready to go, all these new uh, plans and everything it's still a terrible disaster because Titans are just so overwhelmingly crazy, right? Yep, yep. And and so this battle is interesting because, like, again, you know, we spent the first several episodes, and I think we've mentioned this plenty of times, like, they're in a wasted frame of the show. They're always setting you up for something, lots of details. And this the episode four is where the show really starts to take off. That's where the pivot happens. Yep. You get a lot of action. And, and uh, yeah, what we're seeing here is, again, we've been looking at Aaron's, like, character development and... And we know Aaron's motivation. I want to kill all the Titans. Yep. And Aaron actually says it. So right as he goes to swing into battle with this thing, one of the first things he says is, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to end this right now. Like the, he's the, basically this big one is the cause of all the other Titans come pouring through the walls and killing everyone. He's yeah. like, if I can kill him, like I can end this right now. I'll stop you right now. And, and something important to note as Aaron flies up in the sky, trying to ass- uh, attack this colossal Titan is he realizes he kicked the gate in again. Mm-hmm. This wasn't an accident. Not an accident. This one has intelligence. That's the line, which You're is like, terrifying. Wait a second. Mm-hmm. This thing is not just some mindless zombie. This thing is actually intentionally trying to mm-hmm. kick the gate down. Yeah. For why? Why would someone do that? And yeah. then doesn't he sweep yep. the wall? Yeah, right he sweeps after all that, the cannons right away. He says that so you're like, line. oh, okay. Oh, by the way, it's another thing. So, uh, you know, before they could barely even load and shoot the cannons, mm-hmm. as the guys are barreling down this one way, you know, one way alley, 
And now they're shooting the cannons and they're hitting these Titans on the go. Right. They're hitting them with accuracy. They've been training. They've been ready, right? Mm-hmm. And even with all that, this Colossal Titan takes out all the mounted cannons on the wall, kicks the gate in. Oh, no. And everyone says, look, we know that this Colossal Titan's back, which means there's a high probability the Armored Titan's going to show up anytime yeah. soon. Yeah, they say if that, he breaks through the walls, we're done for. Right. And so Aaron swings into battle here and is like, I'm going to go for, for the back of the neck on this thing, right? Because as, as we find out a little bit later in the flashback, that's where supposedly Titans are vulnerable, or, or at the least that's where you can cut them or wound them in such a way that they won't regenerate. Yeah. So uh, so he goes to swing in for the back of the neck. There's this like steam cloud thing. And then the, thing. he releases steam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the colossal lots Titan shooting and lots steam, of steam out. Uh-huh. And Aaron goes to like zoom in on the back of the neck through this like cloud. Well, he and- like overpowers it. He's like, no, I'm not going to, I'm going to continue. Like my, my will is so strong that mm-hmm. I'm going to continue on and I'm going to freaking get this thing killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he goes in and the, the Titan like literally disappears. In the, in the steam. He just and pfft. which, which calls to mind. Episode one, really, which is the same thing. It's like, okay, how did something that big, like, did we just, you know, did the show just not tell us? Like, where did this Titan go? And it's really the same question here is, he's so big, he's doing so much damage, you know, the armor Titan did a bunch of damage too. Where the heck did they go? So yeah. that's a, a good question. You should be asking that question right now. All the, for all the answers you get in this episode, of course, it, it opens up a lot more, more questions. More questions. Just know that you're supposed to be yeah. all the questions you're gonna, you're about to have. You're supposed to be asking, and I promise you, like it's all intentional. You know, in due time, all the puzzle pieces start to fit together. And this is something I gotta say because you know I was a big fan of Lost. I was a big fan of uh, you know a lot of mystery mm-hmm. uh, shows. I love trying to figure out all the inner workings. And I want to encourage you guys if you're you know detective minded like I am. This is not a show that will lead you on and make you hate your life. Mm-mm. This is a show that will slowly feed you information bit by bit, and you'll get all the juicy answers you want. They're not just in purgatory, okay? This is, this is good, good things are going to happen. You're going to mm-hmm. learn a lot about the uh, the characters. And, you know, this this lightning striking, these titans appearing out of nowhere and seemingly disappearing, you know, quicker than my government refund check. It's just it's crazy. <laughs> so. God. Um, any thoughts on that scene, Rage? Okay. So... The hole that, is eight meters wide. Yeah, the hole's like oh, yeah, well, twenty six. So, we, feet, so yeah. we learn all this in the next like cut. So that's kind of the first just like couple of minutes really the episode. The next the next part is they cut to uh, we see all the cadets like in the square and or no we, we see Armin preparing. It's that's first, isn't it? There's where he's, also like, doing a the point gas tank thing. Meet a certain person. Where is that cut? I, I skipped that in the recap. You did didn't skip I? that. Yeah. That's before Armin and all of them are in the. I think. Yeah. Okay. No. No. I think it's right here because I, I, I. Okay. Yes. So. It's before the or cadets right in the square. right after Armin's freaking out. We meet, so, all right, so it cuts away, and so, quick explanation. So, hole in the wall, you know, our, a colossal titan disappears. There's clearly, at least sometime before the titans start to, like, come in, start filling in. But because we see them starting to run We in. do see them starting to run yeah. in, right? So, there's like a little bit of a lapse time, so we know that, the you know, now the military's like, all right, you know, plan the... What is that one guy to the say advanced, to Aaron? Advanced regiment assault. Regiment, we yeah. expect they you guys to Which says part. the colossal titan attack defense, you know, is now in, in order or whatever. Yeah. So mm-hmm. then, so we cut to, we cut to Armin and he's trying to fill like the gas tanks for the ODM gear and he's like shaking freaking and freaking out. And that's the right, and they are immediately you're getting the vibe of like, oh no, what the heck. It's real. It's and gotten they have, real. It's gotten really he's real. He's the one that's like spouting out all, there's a hole eight meters wide and, and we have no engineering and right. blah, blah, blah. Because like Armin's a thinker, right? His strategic mind is, mm-hmm. is seeing all the holes. Yeah. yeah, just completely unraveling. Yeah, he says. So, oh yeah, we can also get that quick cut of like that couple 
we we've mentioned last time. It's like one of the oh, only like yeah. actual couples you see. Like, oh, promise me everything will be okay. And then it goes pans over to Armin, and then you know, it's yeah. not going to be okay. It ain't Everybody's be okay. crying and like rocking back and forth, and just like, please let it be a dream. Armin basically says this breach means that everybody's going to die, which he's correct. Like he's doing his deductions, mm-hmm. and then he says, uh, uh, he actually mentions there's a boulder in the town that could that could fill this, you know, hole, and the hole's yeah eight meters wide, so on and so forth. But like. How you do you get the boulder to the how hole? Do you, you don't have, have engineering a, available. You don't have leverage. Yeah, we don't, don't have, have the engineering available to repair this wall, to like mm-hmm. fix this in time, all this kind of stuff. And so this is one of the questions. The reason I wanted to talk about this because this is a question you're supposed to ask, which is, okay, wait a second. Well, how did the walls get there in the first place? They don't even have the engineering to get a boulder to fix over it. there. Nobody remembers how you built the things? Well, I mean, like building a wall is an intense process. There's a lot Especially of scaffolding that goes up. What were the Titans doing while they were building the walls? Did exactly. they did they run so far away from the Titans they had enough time? How could they hold them off long mm-hmm. enough? We learn in this episode they have cannons for quite a long time. Yeah, they've had them for but, 100 years. But they seem relatively ineffective. They're hard to aim. The Titans can move they around. They haven't really improved their design. Yeah, so it kind of raises some additional questions about, okay, but if you guys can't even... We know the garrisons are like in charge of repairing the walls, so they have some method of repairing them. They they transport stuff on the walls. They get up on top of them. They traverse them. So there must be some way. It must not be quick and efficient, and it must not be able to bear that much weight. Right, as Armin's saying that Titan kicked a hole in the wall, and it kicked a hole in all of Armin's plans for the future. Yeah, indeed, indeed, yeah. And all of humanity's plans for the future. But yeah, so it's another good question. Being all right, so this big Titan can break through the walls, but the other Titans for a hundred years couldn't. And so why was there two attacks? Like, there's all these questions that should be going through your mind. Intelligent attacks. Yeah, and uh, yeah, strategic, yeah. like, planned. Uh, and then one of my favorite little bits here is, is so Armin's wigging out hard, like, trying to fill his mm-hmm. gas tanks, and Aaron and Mikasa are there, and he's like, they're like, you okay, bud? And he's like, ah, you know, he's like, shaking Just let me settle my nerves. And, and Aaron, which last episode, this episode, his kind of, like, pig-headedness, his, like, boorishness about like no we're gonna go out there and we're gonna do this actually works to the advantage of troop morale mm-hmm. pretty obviously because mm-hmm. he tells he tells uh Armin he says you are you're focused on the past and what you need to be looking for like don't forget about all that he's like mm-hmm. what you need to look for is the future he says we're not victims anymore and that line gets me because I'm like let's go, Aaron. Mm-hmm. let's go that's the attitude that's the attitude whether or not like regardless of what the odds are regardless of what you do or don't know Aaron is saying like no we we trained for this like this is what this was like Aaron is starting to fulfill his purpose already a little yeah. bit which mm-hmm. is no I'm gonna put in the work to go outside the walls and to kill all these titans like yep. I'm gonna do it and I've done it like we've done all this training yep. we've survived a lot already let's get into this thing he's fulfilling the the prophecy the promise or the failure of his previous where he he wasn't strong, strong enough, enough to save yeah. his mom. Mm-hmm. He wants to get strong enough to save somebody. He's going back to the first episode where the scouts come back and the mother says, was my son useful, right? Mm-hmm. You can even go Shining Time Station. All the engines, they just want to be really useful engines, right? Aaron wants to give his life for something greater and we all want a purpose to live for. We all want to do something more than just ourselves, right? So this is calling to like this deep truth of Aaron wants to be worth something more than just you know a breath in the wind he wants to be worth something more than just to live and to eat and to drink this day he wants to give his life for a purpose and a Mm -hmm. cause and that purpose and cause shakes armin out of this fear it reminds him hey we're not just victims okay the past we can't control it's been wrought with terrible things but the future is something we can shape 
right? And if we give our lives for this, if we stand up for what we believe, and if we go and we fight, our lives can be worth something. We can we can help yeah. people. Again, a storytelling element, a virtue, if you will, that I think is missing from a lot of American stories. And so it's interesting mm-hmm. that we find it here in Japanese anime. I've, I've said this before as well, but again, a good story well told doesn't matter what the medium is. It's it's still a good story. Yeah. I, I'm in. They're not afraid just to have good morals on a show. Yeah. And I miss those days. Yeah. You know? character, <laughs> a character with a strong central virtue where his like radicalness isn't a bad thing. It's actually a very, <laughs> a very good thing. Um, so then we cut to what you were mentioning earlier. Mm-hmm. Then somewhere we cut to this scene. Interior. Somewhere in the interior looks like a palace. We meet somebody named Lord Wald. It's, it's like a state. perfect palace though, because it's, it's in the middle of a lake, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And so it's like There's a perfect like Titan defensible. Gardens mm-hmm. and it's got the unicorn, yeah, a uh, military police symbol on the walls. Yeah. The military police. Yeah. So it, this is something I wouldn't suggest doing a lot of Googling. If you're watching this for the first time, no. cause you'll run into spoilers, but it, it, anyway, it's hard to get them all together, but there's like the four like different logos for each of the different like divisions of the military. The yeah, unicorn looking one is the interior, which they tell the us military. in a previous episode. I think, yeah. I think they do say mm-hmm. it. I think of, they do. Because of graduation and stuff. Yep. And so we get there, we meet uh, Lord Wald and somebody called Commander Pixis, and they're playing a game of what looks like chess. And he's like, "Oh, you know, got you again, Pixis, or whatever." And like, he's like, while yeah. he's eating his like. Yeah. pastries seven at gluttonously yeah. he's just he's like, like your stereotypical he, he's like what the japanese think of when they think of like european in, in call, colony colonizers colonists like, yeah you I mean, freaking he's, he's got fat the... balding you know prideful he's dressed gluttonous. like the french revolution yeah era, and he's just stuffing his face like bit. oh if you can't even beat and he says something really powerful pixis if you can't even beat me in this game how do you expect to beat the titans yeah if yeah to, to beat the titan which mm-hmm. is like hilarious so so they don't know attack has just happened again at this point. This like, clearly they don't because a messenger shows up to tell them that. Yeah. Um. But right. uh. And then he drops his glass. So they they're playing this game, you know. Wald beats Pixis or whatever, and Pixis says something like, "Oh, you know, I just like can't match you in skill." And he uses one of my favorite words in the English language, which I learned from video games. Okay, video games can teach you stuff. The word is obsequious. Okay? <laughs> obsequious. So I actually learned this. So if you play League of Legends. Today's vocabulary word And more specifically, obsequious. if you play, yeah, you can learn stuff on this show, guys. That's why you should watch. Obsequious. League of Legends, if you play Kane, okay, Kane is like a character who's got like two like, like natures or two whatever. And they talk to each other as you're playing the game a little bit. And uh, Rost, Red Cane, says to Blue Cane, he's like, your obsequiousness is is disgusting or something like that. And I was like, what is this word? And I, I went and Googled it. So to be obsequious is to be um, like overly bowing down to somebody who's like mm-hmm. above you to earn their favor. The whole it's a, it's a long word to describe a fairly complex, not complex, but, but it describes like multiple steps and ideas. So you are somebody's subordinate, you're below them. And you want their favor, and you are trying to gain their favor by being overly flattering to them. So huh. that's what it means. So, so you're just a glorified butt kisser. Yes, it is a yep. Butt kisser would be a great uh, synonym <laughs> for obsequious. <laughs> a little lower on the totem pole there in terms of vocab. But. So so you're Lord Bald basically says to Pixis, you know, you're being obsequious. Um, 
And then, and then, oh, he also makes a mention of the fact that Pixis is the highest ranking military officer. In the Southern Lands. In the yeah. Southern Lands. We think he's the commander of the Garrison Army. Right? Yeah, pretty he's got, sure. He's got the roses on his, on his shirt, which, yep. which is the Garrison Army. Mm-hmm. And so he's high ranking official. This Lord Wald, whoever he is, is clearly also some high ranking official. He's some very some wealthy aristocrat, guy. Yeah, yeah some in the interior. Royal or something. Certainly acts like it. And so. So then uh, a messenger shows up and interrupts him. And he's like, hey, you, you know, Lord Wall's like, you can't be in here. And he's like, no, no, no there's been an attack. Like, yeah, uh, Trost has been uh, broken through. The wall's yeah. broken. The wall's Titans broken. are coming. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so t- and totally changes the tone of the meeting. Lord Wall freaks the He, like, drops dude. his glass yeah. and it shatters. And he's like, you, you have to save me. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And Pixis just stands up. Grabs Only the bottle. <laughs> grabs the bottle of expensive wine and says, I accept this obsequiously as a gift, right? Yeah, he drops starts, the line starts on him. Drinking it. And then he guzzles it like a boss. Yeah. And then Lord Walt's freaking out. He's like, you got to stay. You got to protect me. You got to, you know, because, you know, those guys in the front line, like, maybe it's their time to die. And, and Pixis says something. He says, uh, by the end of the day, there may be more graves to dig than people to dig them. Yep. He's like, basically, Damn, if they've broken through the walls, whether I'm here or not, you don't stand a chance. None of us do. Like yeah. we have to go do something about this, or we're all we're, we're all, all doomed. Yeah. And let's see here. He's like and striding then one of his towards like his like horse. Kind of hints at the fact that Pixis is letting him win. Well, yeah, I say that's another one of my like favorite lines in yeah. this in this. Episode. And then he's like, "Be quiet, soldier." Because yeah, Pixis is like on his way out, and he's like, no, "I'm going whether you like it or not." And he's like, "No, like you have to defend me, and like you know uh, this is what I'm like paying you for, and like." You're getting this like strong sense that this guy is exactly what you think he is, which is a rich weakling kind of relying mm-hmm. on his the safety around him and Pixis is not having none of it. And then yeah, that soldier says I think I wrote it down. Where's this line here? He says he won't feel compelled. When he, when yeah, maybe he says he says uh he says, Sir, if a Titan were, were to attack us, uh Pixis wouldn't uh, wouldn't feel so compelled to play down his skill as he did with the chess game. <laughs> so he's like <laughs> dropping lines like listen, he lost you on purpose, buddy. He's like trying to make you feel good. Yeah. So we, we see that they were playing chess, which is, you know, a long time strategy. Strategic, game. Yeah. And we realized the whole time <coughs> Pixis has been playing Lord Wall this whole time, yeah. actually. Withholding his hand, which we'll see more of. Just okay, spoiler. Well, we'll see then, more of Pixis. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna get Pixis to see more drops of drops another really nice line to Lord Wald I liked where he, he's May you have another, what is it? How oh, did, did you write yeah, it down? As he's leaving, as he's leaving, he's like begging. He's like, no, def- come defend my estate. That's one of the things that's yeah. like he's rich. Defend my lands, defend my estate. And he says, he says, you know, I'm going anyway. I wish you another opulent day of sloth and tranquility. tranquility yes. Sometimes yeah. the translation really nails it. <laughs> perfecto. <laughs> so that kind of ends that scene. And that scene feels a little out of context because we don't know these people yet. Yeah. Yeah. We you get where the timeline that that's taking place in, but why it's important, which again opens up some new questions that you should be asking. Um, let's see here. Then we cut to the cadets. Finally, yeah. finally. So we're back at what looks like some kind of barracks that must be near Trost somewhere, mm-hmm. which is where the attack has happened. They're all kind of organized, but everyone is afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of cadets are standing up. They're getting their orders. They're receiving, but there's a lot of people who are scared out of their wits, crying on the ground. Some vomiting. Some just, you know, rocking. Is back this and where forth. the com- the commander guy tells them which section is going where? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. You get their orders from a commander-looking guy, and he says, "Look, we need to get ready for this because the advanced team mm-hmm. already, already gone. been wiped out." Things are not going well, basically. That's when and, uh, everybody really starts to lose their crap. Yeah, I'm yeah. sending you into a death trap. Yeah, and 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 your All orders the are, are going to the front. You know, follow this strategy. Yeah. Uh, 
and your orders are to stay here and assist until the evacuation is complete because they got to evacuate everybody again. Trost mm-hmm. is getting attacked. They're going to everybody behind the actual wall. If that wall gets breached, who knows what's going to happen? So you got to give your lives to stop this machine, to yeah. stop the Titans from and coming. And he says, he says the punishment for desertion is execution mm-hmm. again, much like video, much the uh, battlefield, all the battlefield games, like deserters will be shot. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so go to your death. If you try to run away, you're going to die. Yeah. yeah. Sacrifice your Just lives if you if it comes to that. Basically, pulls a Russian in World War Two. Yeah, right? you're gonna die either way. You may as well be a hero in the process. Yeah, <laughs> go go to go to you, man. So this the, these cadets get all these orders. Uh, yes, sir. They give their salute, right? Mm-hmm. And as as they're all kind of departing, you see the fall. You see the reality setting in of this is war. Mm-hmm. Our friends are are dead. The advanced mm-hmm. regiment, the ones that probably were really well trained, they're all dead. Titans are pouring in. Humanity is going to be destroyed again. People are rocking back and forth, crying, vomiting. We see Jean, and he's on the ground, and he's like, how could this be happening now? One day before, yeah. One more day, I'd be in the interior. I wouldn't have to worry about all this. But because I'm here, dang it, I have to fight these titans. I have to go to my death. And there's so many people that are locked up in fear. And this is another moment where Aaron, being so driven, being the man he is, Bumps into Jean. You got this Jean Aaron rivalry again. Aaron again. Like, what are you doing? What's your problem? Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's Let's your problem? be testosterone filled teenagers and I'd punch be, each other for no reason. I'd be in the interior <laughs> right now, you idiot. Why do you think I'm sad? And Aaron's like, dude. And, and, and Jean kind of blows up, right? All of his fears are coming out. And he's panicked. He's worried. And, and Aaron just grabs him and says, we've trained for this, right? Yeah. People have given their lives, but it wasn't you and me. We, 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 you know, we were the ones who survived. People dropped out. People were killed, but not us, right? Yeah. We're ready to go. We've been trained for this. And he says, um, mm-hmm. uh, he says, we've survived what we, uh, we survived. We started, we started death in the face. Some die, but not us. You can do this, John. We've trained for three years. This is what yeah. we were made for. And as he's speaking, everybody else begins to turn. And they're like, oh yeah. And, and, and this people like, stop throwing up this and like crying. indomitable will of Aaron gives people hope, whether he's trying to be, not be like, inspirational or not. Yeah. His, his his will is giving leadership. Yeah, he's not the hero you thought you needed, you know. But he's here. He is doing it again. Which yeah, yeah we're on, we're in episode five, and he's done this a number of times already. Mm-hmm. His his like sense of purpose and his drive is inspirational to other people, and it's a classic case of actions speak louder than words. Yeah. Even though in this case he is using his words, but mm-hmm. the words coming out of his mouth are not like. Hey, I'm trying to stand up on my high horse and inspire everyone. He's like, no, I'm just going to go into battle without fear. I'm going to go into battle with purpose. And that's enough to change people's attitudes. That's enough to give people some courage. Mm-hmm. We'll see it one more time with, uh, with Armin before this episode's even over. Yeah. Rihanna yeah. has that moment with him. Um, yeah. This little rivalry thing is interesting here, especially because, because Jean, we learned was one day away <laughs> from being sent to the interior as a military Safe, police guy. Yeah. For all, yeah. He was going to go hang out with the guarding Lord Wald or something. Apparently. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> and here he's going to have to fight Titans and, and a ton of Titans and mm-hmm. possibly the colossal Titan and possibly the armored Titan. This is for sure. Yep. What seems like a death sentence. And the only thing that's that, that changes his behavior after is, is Aaron like, no, man, this is what we trained for. People yeah. died so we could be here. Or we're going to do everything three years we have. for. Yeah. I just love that like he uh Aaron obviously inspires him and and he realizes like, yeah, I can't do this and then he immediately is like, dang it, I'm so annoyed right now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he goes off to go do what he needs to do. <laughs> My rival is right again. Yeah. God. I hate this guy. So then so they've just got their orders to get sent out to the various places and yeah. we find out that Aaron and Mikasa are in two different like units. 
And how dare they? How, how dare you? They were um, talking, weren't they? they were, she was like, come yeah. find me. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is yeah, this is where Mikasa says to Aaron, hey, listen, like, uh, when we get out there, you know, once, like, things get crazy, like, come find me. And she, trying to, like, I wrote some of the line down, yeah. She tells him, I'll protect you. It's going to get so ugly. And when, when things get ugly, plans go out the window. Yeah. Which, again, another one of these moments in the show where I'm like, you could say that in context to any real life, actual mil- military like battle. You know what I mean? It's when, when yeah. it was uh, mm-hmm. fairly common among soldiers, and you'll see this in plenty of like war movies and stuff too. This idea that like, you know, when you get like, it's kind of like a trope. Like, there's no atheists in foxholes, and uh, yeah. yeah, when you get in a battle, you know, plans go out the window. Or everything, everyone has a plan. What is yeah. it? What's the line? Everyone has a plan until so you get punched in the mouth. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. It's like once things get violent and get crazy. Plants do kind of go out the window. I mean, again, a- actual wars, plenty of times in history, like men go into battle and lose it and just run before they've t- t- swung a sword or shot a single shot. Yeah. It's like fear overtakes them yeah. and the chaos of, of war. And here's the thing is in this example, it's especially crazy because we're talking about a battle that none of these soldiers have ever even fought. A lot of them have probably never even seen a Titan. A lot of them are fresh recruits. And not only that, but historically you know we lose every battle we fight against these things yeah, yeah extremely they know successful battles against titans you only survive you yeah. only get out yeah you're fortunate to survive and so mikasa says that to aaron and she's like listen he's like we're in two different units she's like no, no no listen it's gonna get ugly when it does when the panic ensues like come fight me so that i can protect you and of course aaron's ego is hurt and he's like protect me even though he gets very upset with yeah. her but right right when they're talking the, uh, they get interrupted. They get interrupted by this high-ranking officer. Says, you know, Ackerman, Mikasa Ackerman, you're supposed to come with me. You're going to come to the rear. Why? All the elite fighters are coming <laughs> to the rear, and we may not survive this. We need every elite fighter we can. So Mikasa is actually getting like semi-promoted, promoted, promoted basically immediately, immediately first, first before she's done anything because they recognize that she's like an elite fighter, right? And she's like, no, 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 I'm a cadet. I need to be the front. I need to be next to Aaron. Don't take me away from Aaron, please, right? And he's like. Uh, no, you're being summoned to the rear. And she's like, no, no, no. And Aaron's like, shut your dang mouth. Does he headbutt her? I think he uh, headbutts like her. He yeah. headbutts her. I'm yeah. almost positive. I was like, he just headbutted her. Sometimes and snapped her out of her freak out. And <laughs> yeah. then she like, you're right. Well, he says, he says, listen, it's not about this us. is bigger than us, right? Yeah. Aaron's got this, this vision for the future. He's and got he's this dream. World. Yeah. And he's saying, this is not about one person dying. Like, sorry, we can't let one person die and get in the way. We can't <laughs> let 10 people die. And we have to accomplish our goal because all of humanity is riding on this. Mm-hmm. You know, all of our friends have died so far. My mom died. It's not going to be in vain. We have to do what's right. Even if we don't want to, Mikasa, you're not thinking properly. You got to think like the big picture of bigger than all of us, right? She says, uh, yeah, just don't get yourself killed. Yep, that's line. And Aaron says... She tries to grab his hand. And I won't <laughs> allow myself to be killed until I've tasted what life outside these godforsaken walls is like. What a line. There it is. There's the vision. Repeating the, the mission and the vision. And you're like, this is where you... St- if the last episode was like the launching pad for like, okay, here's where the rest of the series is going to go... This episode is starting immediately starting to put bones on that immediately starting to put meat on the vision. And the vision is there we've been trapped. You know, they've been saying this these episodes so far. We're trapped like livestock, livestock inside cattle, these walls. Yeah. We know there's something else out there. Mm-hmm. And then we finally in this next couple of like these short clips, there's so much info they drop so much info on us in these next few clips. Yeah. So uh yeah, so Aaron's like you know, I want to see what life is like outside the walls. And then this is where we get the Armin flashback, correct? Yep. This is the teacher, the, the um, 
they're going to flash back to them learning in cadet school. Oh, that's what I mean. About the walls. Yeah, so they get they get to where they're supposed to be and then I think Armin's starting to freak out again. Well, no, the or... the Armin flashback is is later. I'm this I got him I got him mixed up. This is the one where it's like, okay, you start to hear the voice of somebody who we don't know. He says surviving historical documents, you know, basically leave very little detail about the about the um about the, about the Titans or whatever, about their origin. Almost everything we know about them is obscure. We don't know anything about their origins. And it's interesting that he actually calls them surviving historical documents, which means at some point... There was a crazy battle. There was a purge. They got lost. Was this like the Roman era where the libraries get burned and we send people into the Dark Ages? I just like, assumed that it was... You know, remember, they say Titans suddenly appeared. Mm-hmm. Humanity was almost eaten mm-hmm. and they fled. I just imagined them grabbing whatever documents they could at that time and they ran for their lives. Yeah. So... So this whole flashback, though, I mean, I wrote down like a ton of details. I don't know if these are all super important, but this would be one episode, one section where I might be like, actually, keep in mind everything this teacher dude just said, because every yeah. word he says mm-hmm. comes to play in future episodes very quickly, not and just like mm-hmm. seasons later, but like very quickly, because we learn. Uh, okay, Wait, How much do we even know about Titans so far? We know they suddenly appeared. Mm-hmm. We know at least one They're of them huge. is intelligent. Right, probably mm-hmm. two. The the colossal and the armored both uh, armored both seem to be intelligent. Mm-hmm. The Strategic. rest not so. Um, we know they're big. We know they eat people. Yep. We know they're terrifying. Uh, that's pretty much all we know based on what we've seen. But they haven't told us anything yet about Titans. Yeah. Well, they're about to tell you some things, and so this is probably an episode you may want to go back and watch again. No reference. Be like, okay, I I need to remember these things are important things. So the first thing they tell them is that they basically conclude that they are not intelligent they don't show you know he says it's up for debate whether or not they're intelligent creatures but for sure they don't have any high level communication between each other yeah that they um, observe they're not yeah. organizing they're not swarming together like bees would or mm-hmm. like that they are not like other life forms organic life forms and they lack uh the reproductive organs so it's not clear how they reproduce at all and there's a ton of them yeah and there's there's tons and tons of them um their body temperature runs abnormally they're high not- um, they have an appetite for humans exclusively. They don't eat livestock. They don't eat deer. They don't eat horses, eat nothing. Humans. They don't eat trees. And so he starts to go on in kind of his scientific manner. And so and the, the context here is, sorry, go ahead. He also says that all this information came from the scouts, right? Yes. yes. This yeah. information is, was gained by the scouts. And so this is all kind of like. Uh, their research division. Mm-hmm. The scouts. And the ecology they have. Yes. Yeah, and they, they always Observed. resemble, for the most part, an average male. Yeah, human average male. human male. Just and they, huge. Um, what was I going to say? The scouts. Zombie. So we kind of learned the purpose of the scouts. Why they call them the scouts is because they're like the full, you know, forward-going division to find stuff out about the Titans. So you yeah. can only fight an enemy that you know stuff about. Um, yep. The next thing he says is um, they've they've existed, we know, for 100 years without their primary food, food source. So we can surmise that they don't uh, they don't consume in order to live. Uh, they're not motivated by hunger. They're just in it for the kill. <laughs> That's and how terrifying. You see, Aaron. What? All of them wide. are like freaking out in their classroom. Like, wait a second. Wait a second. These aren't just predators. These aren't sharks. These aren't tigers. These aren't bears. They're not. You can't have empathy on them. They're not like, oh, they're just trying they're to survive. They're not driven by yeah. their natural yeah. instincts. I'm sure Peta would be out here like, hey, protect the Titans. No, no, no. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they're here. They don't want to eat you just because they need to eat you. <laughs> They want to eat you. They want to eat they you. They want to eat you. And they, they don't, don't need seem to, to eat you. You said that they're like zombies. 
Yeah. They're big old zombies. <clears throat> Which is a great analogy, by the way. They're not really. No. They don't they're have all the other trees. Just zombies, in that but they're n- mindless and they eat mindless people. Mindless man-eaters, right? And they, and yeah. they, they actually can heal themselves to a and degree. They, mm-hmm. they regenerate. And so if you shoot a titan in the face with a cannon... Within about two minutes, it'll regenerate. Yeah, the head regenerates. So they kind of go into that. Yeah, this, the next thing is the, you know, we've had weapons against asks, them. Are you saying are, they're immortal? Yeah, are they immortal? Because they don't need to eat. Because they're not eating and they've been alive for 100 years yeah. not eating anything. Yeah. yeah. So are you saying they're immortal? And he says, well, you know, at first we fought them with like cannons and the cannons weren't very effective. They're hard to aim. And you, even if you like injure them specifically, like I said, the head. Shoot their head off. Shoot it the head off. Back. It comes back. It restores itself in about two minutes. And he's like, oh my gosh, like they can't die. And he says, uh, let's see. That's not the case. Um, he says he draws his graph and he says the back of the neck is a vulnerable vulnerable area, and an attack here is the only way that you can ensure death. And then he shows you the swords, which we've already seen these swords a bunch. Right? We've seen all the the scouts and garrison and soldiers. Everybody's got the ODM gear, the kind of like Spider Man stuff. Yeah. And they also have a set or multiple sets of blades that they carry on them, and mm-hmm. these like swords. And he he calls them flesh pe- flesh flesh. flesh pairing blades um, and explains that basically if you strike titans in the back of the neck it, it, hard enough deep or enough, deep enough yeah. that that's the only thing that will ensure that they, they don't regenerate. Um, and so one of the things I was kind of mentioning while we were watching this was this is another example of so far we've seen like they're flying around in the ODM gear and they've got swords. It's not, it does look cool, but it, other animes or even just other shows might have stuff in there and like in the kind of fantasy just because they look cool. That's not the case. There's a, there's a practical explanation for almost everything. And this is another one of those like fine details in the show that like, Oh wait, this like, this makes sense. Even though the show isn't real, they're bringing some like science, science to the science fiction of the show. So yeah. I just really love that little part. Yeah. Because if this wasn't the case, it would actually be, I mean, the ODM gear might be cool just to get away, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't be very practical for everybody to have it, right? Yeah. What you'd do is you'd probably set up trip wires. You'd trip the Titans and you'd shoot them in the face. Right. And that would, that's how you would kill something larger. You'd shoot them in the knee, they'd fall down, you'd shoot them in the face, or you'd just try to get a headshot or something like that. But, but you realize that's, that doesn't kill Titans, they'll regenerate. So you mm-hmm. have to actually get up behind them Slash them in the neck. Well, some are about eight meter, meters tall. Mm-hmm. Some are like 20 meters tall. Colossal Titan's like insane, right? So you have Taller to be able to mm-hmm. get up behind them and slash in the back of the neck, which is why all of this gear has come into play. This is exactly why the technology designed to kill Titans as best as they know how. That's why they're not shooting at them. Like, well, why don't they shoot them? They're not because there's yeah. a specific, it's a tact, it's all tactical. And remember, we've in the previous episodes, we've seen, you know, during cadet training, they're all flying around. Uh, attacking these dummies that have like a thing in the back of the neck and yeah. slicing them in there. So they kind of explain why that's They're the trying case. to like slice a specific shape out of it. Yeah. Which they show you in the graph. It's like an orange slice. It's like a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to. Man, I want some oranges Take right your now. two knives and make a meat and like. Oh my you know, gosh. Cut out a little wedge out of its neck. Can you make like a little bonus video where maybe we take like two knives and like an apple and see who which of us would be better <laughs> scouts who can cut cut or, the wedge we out of the apple. Like a, like a frame of an attack on like a titan and then you just like stick an orange in its neck and then you pull off like I don't know. Just pull an orange cool. wedge We're out and find eat a it. rope swing to hang from <laughs> and just put two knives. This one would be dangerous at all. Put so, two knives in my hands. No, we need samurai around. swords, actually. Samurai swords. If, you, sure. if you're wondering, you know, like, okay. And they like have, a ham hock. <laughs> they have all this ODM gear, but they don't have cars. They have all this, uh, like, cannons and stuff, but they don't have, like, 
elevators. Yeah. Like, what in the world, right? And it's like they have some technology, but not others. Necessity is the mother of all invention, right? right. Mm-hmm. You you invent what you need to have, right? If you're on an <laughs> island and you're trying to get a boat, you, you invent that. You're not worried about anything else. You invent what you need to have. So mm-hmm. they've actually honed their inventing ability based on the scouts' research to make these Titan killing machines as best as they can. And this is why they have this ODM gear and not other things that we would think they would have. So after this, um, we... Oh, can I say one more thing on Go that? Ahead. Sorry. Um, this is uh, what we thought was just general school. This is not general school. This is oh, actually important. only military oh, yeah. uh, scout these are the, these military are the cadets. training, cadet training, right? And so they're being taught all this uh, vital information about the That they're the all surprised titans, by. They didn't know before. That they're all shocked by. This information, because it's only being revealed to the cadets, means it's not available to the general public. Mm-hmm. General public has no idea what a titan is, doesn't know that there's a weak spot in the back of its neck, doesn't know that they only want to kill you. Mm-hmm. That, that's terrifying. Yeah. And, and the, there's secrecy going on. Yeah, because one of them is, says, as if they, them being huge wasn't bad enough. Yeah, it's kind mm-hmm. of a need-to-know basis, because maybe they're trying to keep the general public like happy or whatever, but basically like there's some secrecy going on, and, mm-hmm. and you find out that runs a lot deeper than just this information. Like yeah. If this information where they were being withheld from the general public, how much more information do we actually have, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so after this big spill of, of information, which, you know, we'll get a few more of these, and it's kind of, you know, an anime, like, tr- you know, f- thing that they do, where they're like, oh, yeah, let's uh let's dump some, go do a little backstory or whatever, then yeah. this show will continue to do that. They'll fill in the gaps. You start asking questions, sure enough, they're going to fill in some of the gaps. They'll do it this next episode. It's going to be an entire episode of filling in a one big gap. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, so we cut to they're going out to battle now. So they're they're intros. So they're kind of deploying, and then we get uh, Armin is still freaked out, and Aaron is there, and Armin's like, uh, I don't know. And Aaron's like, basically says, Well, it's not just Armin. Everybody's kind of freaked out. Yeah, it's so it's it's uh it's Aaron's little like squ- I don't know if Aaron's even the leader, but it's like their little squad. It's their little unit, yep. and they're up on a roof. They're preparing to go into battle, and yeah, they're all a little freaked out. Armin especially, and Aaron basically says mm-hmm. like, Well, I'm pumped. Yeah, no, let's, let's go get some glory, bro. <laughs> yeah, let's go get some, exactly. first kill. Let's We're go. gonna get promoted after this. And yeah. he says we can bypass we can just, rookie status. Yeah, yeah. He says let's He's go. So completely unreasonably optimistic. And Aaron, Aaron, it's got amazing. This, he's got this like sub leadership category skill just pumping out. He doesn't even know he's grinding XP for right now. He's just <laughs> leveling everybody up in the party, and everyone's like. Yeah, save some of that glory for us. We're gonna go freaking kill Titan. Whoever gets the most Titan kills is gonna be, you know, the has the right. best, you know, bragging rights. He's pulling like a yeah, yeah, the bragging Gimli, rights, you know? yeah. Like, and it's like the yeah, and it's like the look in his face. He's like, yeah, like I'm excited. Like give me, he's like a little like like this is yeah. what I was. Let's go. Right? Yeah. And then like Armin changes his little mood or whatever. It's like Armin's wait, like, yeah, yeah, no, wait, we can do this in all. I'm ready. Unit. And then it's just kind of like happy moment again. And you're like, please, Dude, please, please, don't let the show build you up because they're gonna cut you down. Okay? <laughs> Just Look at like I just ex. put three crying emojis. Yeah, they all they all had this great moment of like, yeah, we're gonna that show was my the note. world. We're gonna show the world we're you know we're not useless. Like we're gonna fight back. We're gonna get glory. We're gonna take the fight to the titans, right? Mm-hmm. And they start to like just shoot out, and they're all like, yeah, for glory, for trust, for humanity. Yeah. And immediately the, the music swells, and you see the t- you and see a few spider titans, monkey and they're like, oh no! Guy. And there's an abnormal titan, right? And we mm-hmm. don't exactly know what this means. It's the first time you've heard it. All we know is an abnormal titan jumps like mm-hmm. a freaking spider monkey and he runs and and armin kind of knocks everybody away 
Uh, he sees the attack coming. They kind of all scatter. They they barely make it out, and they all kind of hang on the wall. And they're like, "Oh my gosh, that was crazy!" Mm-hmm. And this abnormal titan. He so he's, he's got a, he's wrapped he around like, a, <laughs> yeah. It's like clock a clock tower. tower. He's, clock tower and he's he like bear hugging the clock tower, and he like and he's got, pulls his face away. He's got one of their homeboys in his mouth, half way out. In, yeah, legs in his mouth, and he like leans out, <sighs> and oh. he's weeping, and he's and like, "Save me!" Immediately, you know, this isn't a fairy tale. This is freaking real. Yeah. Yeah, this the whole next few clips basically are this unit. So like sad. again, you kind of get this like vibe, you're like anime vibe, and like you get like things look good now. Like they're gonna go out there and like kick butt, or maybe they're not. What they're showing you right here is like this confidence, mm-hmm. even the confidence Aaron has, may still very well be misplaced. Just because mm-hmm. you have the hope, just right, doesn't mean right. In the same way that uh, you know, Aaron was trying to, you know, I'm going to go save my mom. Like he's a little kid at the time. You, it's not how the world works, friend. You don't have the strength. You couldn't save your mother because you were weak. There is this like facing of the truth, mm-hmm. and the show sort of does it for you. They're like, I know we kind of set you up, and like you were all excited for like go like kill some titans or whatever. But um, the truth is, they're way stronger than you think. They're way more difficult, and these 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 troops are untrained. You've never fought actual titans. You've been trained. But You've been trained you against no dummies, and maybe all of your training isn't good enough. All of your strength isn't strong enough. All of your hope isn't great enough. Maybe these are just so overwhelming. The whole, <laughs> you know, all of a sudden reality sets in. The whole show just eh, music comes down. That you're first like, oh, guy, no. like poor mutton chops. Mutton yeah, chops just says, turned into a, me, right? His dream, and he's and crying, and then they're all just like, oh. and Aaron's like, no, Kicks I'm, into not, I'm not going to stand for this, right? You bastard! No, you killed my friend. And he's just this screaming and flying through, yeah. and just screaming, he, "Get back here! I'm going to kill you!" He lets his hot headedness uh, get ahead of him, right? Because he, he was focused. Everyone stay together. We're a group. We're going to do this, and they're like, "No, no, no, Aaron, stay with the group, yeah. right?" And he charges in, charges in. Never wander off by yourself. Head, headstrong. <laughs> he's going for this Titan. He's going crazy, and some freaking and he's random, screaming the entire yeah. time, like, "I am right here, everyone!" And some random Titan jumps up in the middle, bites his leg, clean off, him. and like sends his trajectory off. He lands like bloody on some roof, broken, incapacitated. And Looks like to, he might be dead, yeah. like already. So then we cut to Armin's perspective, and he's like looking around him, and that's where we start to see the other cadets are like chaos. Oh, the, that one girl gets like. Uh, knocked Pigtail down the, the he grabs her whacked. oh yeah, her yeah, line yeah. and like knocks Gosh. her down or whatever and so she's terrible. like oh no and like kind of this whole squad that was just all friends a second ago are now literally all except for Armin all getting for getting the mess wrecked. up just getting tights. wrecked getting swung getting destroyed getting eaten it's just terrible and Armin again is frozen he's frozen with fear and he says why can't why I? Why can't anything? I move? And as he's saying that line, Santa Claus Titan. <laughs> yeah. You'll notice this is one of another great it's details so about the true. show. The Titans aren't like uniform in any way. No. They're extremely unique, Titan to Titan. They right. all do weird crap. Finger gun Titan. Yeah, the, the greatest Titan we're gonna yeah. see in season two or three. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> spoiler. Season two, spoiler. Sorry, sorry. Guys. That was a there's spoiler. a Titan who does a really good finger, finger gun, gun. <laughs> move. Yeah. It's uh, hilarious. So. Santa Claus Titan is dropping Armin in his mouth, and actually he gets all he gets all the way in there. And he starts to slide down in the throat. Titan, Aaron's monologuing, "Why couldn't I?" Or yeah. sorry, Aaron's Armin. like bloody on the roof, like. Oh. And he's like, "Armin, no!" And he's like, "Why couldn't I have saved my friends? Why was I so scared?" And it's like, bro. 
as he's being swallowed. Think about that when you're not about to die, please, right? Mm-hmm. But fear grips people, man. You get that fight or flight, all of a sudden you lock up, you freeze. Fight, fight or freeze. And, and it, yeah. yeah, it can be absolutely terrible. And so then right in the midst of this. So that's when we cut over to Aaron and Aaron's like, uh, you're not quite dead. Aaron's like, rousing as his friend's being eaten. I yeah. will not let this happen. Well, yeah. first we go to the flashback. Well, that's what, that's what I'm saying. We cut yeah. to Aaron so you know it's Aaron's flashback, not Armin's, right? Yeah. So Aaron has a flashback. He has this like memory happen. And, oh, yeah, because Armin's screaming. And it's a little Armin and little Aaron, so they're like little kids. And Armin like runs up to Aaron and is like, look at this book I found that my grandpa had hidden away. Mm-hmm. It's about the outside world. And Aaron's like, whoa, bro, like you can't bring that around. That's illegal. That, yeah. Anything about the outside trouble. walls is illegal. You get thrown in jail for that. So uh, he tells him some details. He tells him some juicy details. Again, this, this episode is like loaded with information. He says... Um, most of the world is actually covered in water, like salty water. And he gives them kind of this description about, the, you know, the world is big and beautiful and there's these giant rocks. And, and fiery lakes. Yeah, fiery and, lakes. Yeah. He just tells them about the beauty and the size of the scope kind of of this the world outside the walls. Yeah, imagine how big the world must be if there's all of that mm-hmm. out there. And, and we're in this, you know, we're, the walls are actually pretty big, right? Mm-hmm. It's really big inside Wall Rose, Wall, you know, uh, Wall Maria, and then Wall Cena is still pretty big. So mm-hmm. if they haven't seen any of that in their walls, how much greater must the outside world be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It gives them this twinkle, this hope. Yeah, it gives them yeah, a little bit of like, oh, wait, and you know, you can kind of see the seeds being sown in little Aaron there of like the, his, his adventure and his like, I don't mm-hmm. want to be trapped inside these walls. If that's, if we, you know, if that's what's out there mm-hmm. and he even kind of like scoffs, like you can tell it's like, it's not real for him to hear this information. Cause he scoffs and it's like, well, if there's salt in the water, like mer- that's really valuable. Like what merchants would have yeah, gotten it all. That doesn't he says, make sense. Aaron's like, no, there's, it's so big. You can never get to the end of it. Like yeah. that's how big, like this, mm-hmm. this, you know, they call it the sea. And he's, he's describing the ocean to someone who's never seen the ocean, which I mean, that happens even yeah. in our country because yep. people born in, you know, in the middle of the country, who have never seen the ocean. Yeah. yeah. And if you've never seen, you know, I remember I saw a postcard of a mountain before I saw a mountain on TV, but once I flew next to our mountain, I was like, <gasps> yeah, you know, eyes were huge. It's so much bigger than you could have ever imagined. Yeah. And so then Armin tells him, uh, don't tell anyone, but my parents are actually going to try and sneak outside the walls and, and see, see it for themselves. Hang on to that one, folks. Hold on to your butts, okay? Say no more till yeah, we get to the They'll know part. what it's like firsthand. And, and he says to Aaron, promise me we'll go on an adventure together. We'll of see our it. Own, like yeah. the person who wrote this book. Yeah, yeah, Aaron says, we can, yeah, we can do it ourselves. We can have an adventure like the guy who wrote this. And so you, you, the flashback is very important because you're like, Armin and Airman. Uh, <laughs> he my words. Airman. Airman. and Armin, say that 10 times fast, uh, have bonded and have been friends for a long time and based, and made this promise to each other that is clearly motivated Aaron. Like, we're getting outside these walls. We're going to go see That's why he hates being there. cattle, right? Because mm-hmm. he, he got a taste of what the good life is like. He got a taste. He tasted and he saw what something beyond the walls is like. Mm-hmm. And everybody else hasn't had that same taste. They don't know what's out there. They're just content to live like cattle. But once you know freedom, once you've tasted a little bit, you long for that freedom. So he hates being treated like cattle. He hates being trapped in prison. He wants to go see the outside world. And this is another thing that drives Aaron. He wants mm-hmm. to get outside the walls. He wants to be set free. And so with that in mind, we see Aaron one-legged, bloodied, sturdy, says, no. 
and immediately is Armin sliding down this <laughs> Somehow, we Santa didn't even see how Armin's about to like slide back past the uvula of the Titan. <laughs> yeah. So gross. And Aaron is... And what, he's trying to grasp the tongue. Pre-flashback, Aaron is on a roof that's like kind of far away. It's like yeah. across the street. Yeah. And then after flashback, we don't... One leg and Aaron has somehow managed to get like... Well, he his knife is like in his teeth yeah. and his, his ODM gear is like somewhere yeah. and he's freaking being more used like one-legged than full-bodied Armin has ever been in his life <laughs> his, his sheer grit through sheer grit he grabs, Armin, he grabs Armin. Armin and one hands him and chucks him onto the roof and is like and I refuse throws him to, out I refuse to die like this we are gonna go see the ocean like we talked about I have to see while he's like holding the jaws open with his one good leg and the knife in the teeth and he throws and he's reaching out outside of the mouth and Aaron is there by himself with this bloodied look of determination which you'll we've seen Aaron before Mm -hmm. he says I am gonna see what's outside those walls you and me are gonna go right when that happens jaws snap shut Aaron's arm arm goes flying out so Aaron no longer has an arm, he no longer has a leg, and he's been eaten by a tiger. All the crying this, faces. This was the point in the show, because this is like, yeah, another series of like deaths of all people you know, and you're like, why are they doing this to me? At this point in the show, my first time, my first time there was like, for sure, Armin is now the main character. Right. Like, we, they, Armin they threw screams us so loud. Like, no! You thought it was Aaron, and now it's Armin, and it's, this, yeah, truly one of the most horrifying, like, I've not seen a Hollywood show that throws a curve like yeah, that. that like curved so hard where i wasn't expecting it and cliffhangered that hard at the end of an episode like, i know yeah the it's cliffhanger like, is terrible because not only do you see the who is your main character who's giving everybody the hope get eaten and killed right you see armin on the roof terrified knowing his friend just took his place because he wasn't brave enough to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And as he, he screams out the scream of life, the last cut miles is, away, you hear Mikasa turn, right? She, and her hair and glitters she, in the sun as she turns. Yeah. And it's it's the Princess Bride, right? She hears the sound <laughs> of eternal torments that yeah. she would know anywhere, the sound of someone who has lost one they've loved. Mm-hmm. She knows Aaron's, something's happened to Aaron. Yeah. So then they cut it. And, and Aaron, Armin's surrounded by Titan screaming, nah! And then... So... I don't want to yeah. say good a whole episode. lot. Yeah, good episode, guys. <laughs> and now everyone's crying in the end. <laughs> I don't want to say a whole lot more because anything more, any more speculation. Oh, here's the thing is, ask the questions. Speculate away. Um, anything more that I say at this point is going to basically be a spoiler. Because it'll take you right into the very next episode, which, uh, which we will do uh, next week, unless there's any final thoughts, non-spoiler thoughts from you guys. Uh, no, this just takes me back to Gurren Lagan when Kamina dies, and you're like, why do all the cool characters, the ones mm. who inspire everybody else, why do they have to be the yeah. ones that get destroyed? Oh, can't... Dude, rip John Krasinski in Quiet Place. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I don't even want to see two. I know, I know it's probably going to be great, but I'm like, bro, he's my dude, you know? I think about all these in uh, um, Saving Private Ryan, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. All the cool guys who give their lives. They all die. Like, yeah. Oh, no. Freaking brutal. Let the freaking cowards die. Let the cool guys hang out for a minute. That's not how life is, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, with that, I mean, this is the end of the end, the end of the episode for you out there who are uh, just watching it for the first time. You don't want to spoil it, so we're not going to spoil it for you, but this is your official warning. Wait, before we get to that, don't forget, email us, beyondthebasementpodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you're listening to this, you know, Spotify, iTunes, you can listen to this show wherever the heck you want. Don't forget, you can watch it. We're broadcasting live right now on Facebook. You can watch the episodes uh, 
somewhat edited, but uh, the full episodes on Facebook or YouTube. So there's a bunch more content on there. Um, we've got a Patreon set up now. So patreon.com slash beyond the basement podcast. You can find us there for some reason you want to join in. Um, also check the show notes. Uh, we're working on, we're working on merch. We're working on all kinds of cool stuff so you guys can get involved. We've but got some fun, some fun things planned for yes. the future. So, Oh my gosh. So many cool fun things planned. So, all right. Last warning. Pause your podcast. Pull Spo- your phone out of your pocket. Spoilers. Pull it out. Spoilers. Flip down the thing that says pause. Okay. Hit pause now. Three, two, one incoming spoilers. <gasps> ah! Okay, very first spoiler is uh, Aaron flies in and the steam mechanic is revealed right away. Yeah, that, that's the armored titan has that steam ability. And but notice, remember, um, he burns later on, he burns some people up. Yeah, he kills he like, Armin. Yeah, he with burns with him. Steam. He doesn't so he, burn Aaron on purpose. He just who knows? Well, it seems like he can control how intense the but steam why is. Why would he yeah. just kill? Because later he's when conflicted. he okay, but when, later when he's burning people, he himself is burning too. Yeah, he's and like at this point, yeah. he wasn't doing that because he still had stuff to do, like knock all the cannons off the wall. Right. Well, what I'm saying yeah, is, is that he I chose think, to not kill Aaron. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, well, well, here's the deal. I think this is a season four question. I think this is something we can't even Uh-oh, spoil shirt came off. as yeah, non-manga readers. I think this is a season four <laughs> question because uh, Armin gets uh, that he gets colossal titan power. Right. In order to save Armin, when he gets burned, the the he eats. They turn him into a titan. Yeah. The the, the syringe. He eats um, Bertolt. Yeah. And gains his power, which means he's going to gain some of his memories. So we, oh, you're right. So we yeah, might get so we might insight. get some answers about that. I wouldn't be shocked though if Bertolt pulled a little bit of a Reiner and didn't want to kill his friend Aaron, his yeah. brand new cadet who guy, he respects who a little he respects. bit. Who yeah. He doesn't know is a shifter yet, though. They don't know, yeah. no. And that's something that definitely changes things quite drastically. But at least in this point, I think he pulls the explosion. He doesn't try to grab him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't try to smash him. He tries to take out the cannons, kick the wall in. And see he disappears. Yeah. Why in the world didn't Aaron see little Berthold somewhere on the ground? I don't know. Also, and, and, what happens to the giant Titan body? Because later on, when it they steams. well, okay, yeah. So I reckon I was thinking about that too, right? So there's he, friggin' skeletons. Yeah, in they the, leave. In like, the, Aaron always leaves like a dead version of his. Yeah, titan. most kind of seems like everybody does of their shifter. Yeah, not just but, him, but the ones that get killed in the camp with. Hange's little experiment one. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's yeah, the body the body steams away quickly, but yeah. they yes. steam away instantly. Exactly. I I reckon because at this point we've seen Colossal Titan a couple of times and we'll see him again, there is no point at which his his corpse has to decay. Mm-hmm. So perhaps what besides being large, one of the powers of this Titan is that he can steam his, himself yeah, into he steams a vapor away basically instantly. But and he must hide himself somewhere in a bush or something like that. Yeah, I, we, we were I like, oh know. my gosh, Aaron, look down, look down, frick, dude. Like, what? There's just so much steam, he can't see anything. Possibly. Maybe he wasn't thinking to look down because why would he why, expect like, why to be looking you? for a yeah, person inside of that time? Yeah, that's true. No one knows anything like that yet. Yeah. Um, I mean, this isn't much of a spoiler because we find this out pretty quickly, but what, the boulder... I, I didn't notice this before that yeah, the Armin we'll actually points the out the boulder to plug it and like Aaron's actually going to go do that. Yeah, and that's the one thing that saves Aaron from being killed or being imprisoned is the yeah. fact that he could do that. Um, yeah. Let's see here. Pixis. Amazing. He's Again, I don't know if boss. there's any more like spoilers. The Lord Wald does that name he, get brought up again? He shows up again later in the interior when they're arguing about what to do about Historia. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't that remember. That makes sense. 
He's basically just like you see him here, you don't see him for a couple seasons, and it's like who the who cares? I mean, they do that with like so many characters that they yeah. like recycle or not recycle, but they they. He's one later. of the important voices in the council or whatever yeah, that, that gets I mean, cooed and overthrown. Like, he has his own like palace inside of a moat. Like you yeah. think he's probably really important. The other thing is like you take for granted the scenes that happen in the interior in this this point in the show because you don't know that you're going to spend so long having in no idea interior. what's going on yeah, in there. And, and like just about it because those interior bastards are freaking withholding. And yeah, and well, I mean... They know the truth and aren't telling anyone. And, and yeah. we know the fact that, you know, Aaron, or Armin's parents were going to go see outside the walls and the military police killed them most likely. It wasn't oh, Titans. It wasn't yeah, anything else. Yeah, I didn't else. get there yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the... Okay, sorry. Back up. Armin says, my parents are going to go outside the walls. They're going to sneak outside the walls. Yeah. What well, happens later... My but, grandpa has this book that he's hid away. My grandpa has this book that he's hid away, which means that grandpa's been around since before the walls, question mark? Or Maybe, because he... Well, the book has. But don't you remember they talk about... I think they wipe the people's memories every so often. Every yeah. hundred years or something. Well, yeah. Was it every hundred the, years? I thought it was more often. I don't know than what that. the time frame is. I don't know, is, but, but I, they, that's in my yeah, head. Yeah, if you remember reason. what the what the time frame is, but I'm pretty sure what what I'm what I'm surmising is, Aaron's grandpa either has this tradition of hiding the book in a spot that even if his memory gets wiped, he'll find it again and relearn about at oh, the walls. Like a mm-hmm. good place. Yeah. Sorry, I spoiled that one. If you haven't seen that, but um, yeah. So there's that, and then there's um. The parents thing. Mm-hmm. He says, my parents are going to try and sneak us. So, so we, he doesn't say why, but we know yeah. that they go on a hot air balloon. They go on a hot air balloon from that one flashback. Cause I think it's season beginning of season. No season two. Season two. I think they like <clears throat> have that flashback. You see Armin's like parents and you realize you, oh, they, you, they don't really blatantly say that that's who they are. But I mean, who it else is it? Seems pretty who apparent. else is it? And because yeah. they're smart. And it's a couple. Like they're blonde. Like they developed the technology to go and like do this. There's a bunch of mystery there. Like, a, did they have some knowledge of the outside world? Do they have more books in the outside world that we don't know about? At the very least, B, they, they got the bug that Armin and Aaron got. Yeah. They saw that book and they wanted to know they what was outside out for there. themselves. But my second question is, did the, because that flashback happens when they're talking about the interior and all the, the shifty things that they do behind closed doors in order to like keep the people keep under people. control. Yeah. So was it the military police that like stopped them? And if so, did they kill them? Or did they arrest them? Is there a chance that Armin's parents are still alive somewhere in a prison that we don't know about? Did they come back? Or did they make it outside the walls and get effed up by Titans? Or like, did they just get epstein right? Like, oh, it's very sad. They uh, yeah, crashed very sad. They killed themselves. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's weird. <laughs> yeah, my, my money's on I'm pretty sure they, they shot them. I don't remember exactly. But it was when um, the military police were talking about handling issues. Uh-huh. And I'm uh-huh. pretty sure yeah. that was one of the issues they handled. So, um, Okay. Surviving historical documents. I'm trying to like get through my notes and find the, the spoiler parts. Um, dude, they still even knowing all the stuff I know about the Titans or whatever. The part where they're describing they how like <clears throat> they have no they have one weakness and they have a thirst for human flesh. Like just that whole scene made me like scared of the Titans again. Even yeah. though, like, <laughs> it's a good mechanic, and we know that the reason that the ne- the nape of the neck is the vulnerable spot is that's where the titan shifters should be residing yeah, that's where they reside which we, so we were theorizing about this too so my theory about this one is that <clears throat> obviously the shifters that's where they come out yeah. so when they leave their titan corpse they come out of the nape of the neck sort of makes sense that that's the vulnerable point on the dummy titans and it's vulnerable for titan shifters <clears throat> because you kill the controller when you mm-hmm. slash that as well 
Right. But the thing is, is then the dummy titans, a, sh- a person doesn't pop out when you kill the dummy ones. They just, they just die. steam and they just go away. Yeah. So that's kind of this like ongoing question. But my theory is that there isn't a person in there because there's not a shifter in there. But we all we know the titans are people. Yeah. They are humans. At one, one but point. like with uh, with Ymir, she explains that you know while I was a titan, she's there, but she's not there. She has no control. She said it felt like a dream. Yeah. You know, she explains what life like was as a as a dummy. Titan. She just lays on the ground until the ground covers her. Yeah. Staring at the sky. She's kind of yeah. immortal. I mean, that but, takes a long time. But she's still there. Like, there's still a consciousness of her in the Titan. The yeah. other thing that we find out is that the, the thing that turns the uh, uh, Marleans into dummy Titans is the spinal fluid stuff. Yeah. And so my theory is that when you cut the nape of the neck right there, that they're either like the consciousness of the person is, is there, but at the very least what you're actually cutting is that supply of like the spinal fluid. The brainstem. Because yeah. they say, you know, even when they shoot them in the head, the head like grows back. Well, it's because there's a spinal fluid that's kind of like back there. I mean, that's the thing that like powers them. Yeah, I think so. Well, even, this is just completely random biological information, but like if you cut a chicken's head off, if you miss the brainstem, mm-hmm. the body will still walk around. And like the neck will even move around, oh. and if you like shove corn down the neck hole, it'll stay alive. Wow. There was a chicken. There was a chicken <laughs> not, not back in the twenties that like went around on sideshows on tour that yeah. was alive without its head. So, so like maybe it's that kind of a situation where the brainstem, you know, is at the nape of the neck. That's where your brainstem yeah. is. So if they don't destroy that, then it can grow back. We basically surmise that you know when you get injected with this Titan fluid. Uh, you you know transform into this you know dummy titan and you've got the subconscious mind you're not you don't have real full control some people it seems to have more control than others like connie's mom when she says you know she speaks yeah she connie, speaks right? like they or can that, talk or that one in that special who was talking about um you know he was talking about uh ymir remember he one of the titans one of the dumb titans in the special in that holiday special we watched oh he was talking about ymir and they were oh, like what it's the like heck? A, it's like a bit it's like a major flashback flashback mm-hmm. it's like a, a it's scout, a whole episode of a flashback the journal yes, we find or whatever yeah, okay yeah. we'll have to do an episode we'll have to do a bonus episode on that yeah that was actually good. really worth watching but but we know they at least have some subconscious they're kind of like you know primal beasts and the only desire they have is to eat but it's not to satisfy themselves it's so they could eventually Eat, hopefully a Titan shifter turn back into a human. They don't know that actively, but they're they're hungry. Doesn't Hodge tell you that if they eat too much, they throw yeah, up and then they just keep they're eating. Searching. They're, they're searching. searching. And this searching. is actually something. Just wanna just wanna tout that I predicted. We were throwing out tons of theories, <laughs> tons of theories as we were watching time, this. Yeah. And I don't remember what episode it was, but somewhere along this episode, I was like, what if they're eating people to try to get. You know, a titan to find a titan, a titan yeah. shifter, yeah, and so to turn back into a human. I I feel I, really good about that. I just want to take a moment. One of my only predictions, it was absolutely true that I guessed. Like, I mean, we're talking like episode three, if even that far. I said to Daniel, I was like, um, I think that the Titans are a wartime technology, and that they're like a leftover wartime technology. Mm-hmm. Like, two, either one or more civilizations like went to war with like this Titan power, and like this is what's left over. Which I was pretty close, actually. Yeah, it's two yeah. civilizations. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Oh, the guy teaching the class for the cadets yeah. is that Irwin's dad? No, because I don't it, think so it anymore. Be because it was because of the timeline. Because that of the timeline. Okay. We and, thought it was Irwin's dad, but. Uh, I think that's because Irwin's dad was like a professor. That was uh, at a different different place. But I think 
Erwin's dad had blonde hair. I don't think he was quite that old, or maybe. And he was his teaching hair a general, was general school. He wasn't teaching scouts. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I feel like he had one more big one. I don't know. I mean, there's really not much else to like, like discuss. Discuss Aaron's except alive. for the fact that like Aaron, Aaron isn't actually dead yet. He's in the stomach of Santa Claus yeah. Titan, and he's, he's gonna a, bust out. But the real yeah. question for me is why. I mean, he must have not just gotten killed, and if he was killed, then he would have given his Titan Shifter power over to this other Titan. But why, when he gets eaten, does he not transfer his power over to... Do you have to eat the spinal he fluid He has to be digested you're first, saying, you're probably. Saying, yeah, we don't know the time time frame for like from the point at which you eat them to the point at which you like gain their powers isn't necessarily clear. Aaron was swallowed whole. He wasn't bitten oh, half. Oh, that's probably what it is. Because when Armin sure. eats whoever it is, Bert, uh, Bertolt, Bertolt, yeah. He snaps him in half and swallows True. the top half of him. So he's yeah. dead. So Aaron got swallowed reason. whole, mostly whole. I mean, his arm and leg are missing, but his his spine is intact. Also, his head is still attached to his body. He's not dead yet, so he has to be digested. Or something. I mean, there's definitely a time frame. I, well, I guess we'll find out. It's been so long since I watched these episodes, I can't fully remember, but there's definitely some elapsed time. But it must not be long enough that he gets yeah for that transfer that transfer of power to take yeah. place because Aaron busts the frig out. And, I'm pretty sure Armin is still nearby when it happens, so and it seems gotta be, like it's pretty quick. It's got to be a sucky way to go. It's just someone just <laughs> pops out of your stomach. And I just... I have a Jonah in the belly of the whale feeling every time I see some scene like that where they're like <laughs> oh the giant tongue and all the nasty stuff. I'm like oh gross. It's disgusting. Blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Okay, well this episode was long like all the other ones. Good stuff. <clears throat> but. <laughs> Spoilers part is over. Hey, seriously, do you have any? Do you have any predictions that you predicted yeah. that came true? That's well, that's the stuff I want to hear. I mean, obviously, this is gonna be not live after this is recorded, but let us know. Hit us up in the comments, YouTube, uh, Facebook, both those. Like, give me your theories, give me your ideas in the comments section. I want to know what, what were you thinking when you watched this episode in yeah. particular? Like, what? Because this is this one's a curveball. Were, yeah. were you really like? I like I said, I thought they were changing main characters mm-hmm. at I this point in the show. I was like, oh no. Okay. I thought it's Armin, I guess. This, this is show is not about Aaron Yeager. It's about yeah. his legacy and how other characters move <laughs> on from it. Yeah. Anyway, want to hear from you guys again. Send us an email too. If there's something you want to, you think should be included in the show, maybe we can go back and hit some previous stuff that we missed. Um, Beyond the Basement Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, like I said, find us in the comments at our YouTube, Beyond the Basement Podcast, Facebook, all that good stuff. Um, should we clink our glasses to end this one too? Definitely. Boom, boom. Give my Sasagio salute here. Uh, Thank you all for watching, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks again for watching and listening. If you're enjoying the show, you can leave us a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. If you're really loving it and you want some extra cool content, you can join our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash beyondthebasementpodcast. Check the show notes or our social media pages for links to some really rad Attack on Titan merch. All right, guys. See you next time.